Good morning, Oregon. It's Monday, January 30th. This is Beth Slovic with a news briefing from the Oregonian and Oregon Live. About 150 people in Portland marched Friday to honor Tyree Nichols, the 29-year-old black man and FedEx worker who was beaten by Memphis police officers after a traffic stop near his mother's home January 7th. He was hospitalized and died three days later from extensive injuries he suffered during the beating. And on Friday, officials in Memphis released the graphic video of that beating. Participants in the peaceful rally marched from Portland's east side, briefly closed the Burnside Bridge, and then headed downtown. Some of the marchers knocked down road barriers, but there were no clashes with police, such as the ones in 2020, when many nights of unrest in Portland followed the 2020 killing of George Floyd by police in Minneapolis. Portland Mayor Ted Wheeler, Police Chief Chuck Lavelle, and other city and Multnomah County leaders had urged Portlanders to peacefully express their outrage at Nichols' killing, echoing the pleas made by Nichols' family. Amid a brutal cold snap, leaders from Multnomah, Clackamas, and Washington counties this week are continuing their federally mandated count of people experiencing homelessness. Newly elected Multnomah County Chair Jessica Vega-Peterson declared a state of emergency on Saturday when overnight temperatures dipped into the 20s. For the first time this year, Multnomah, Clackamas, and Washington counties will pool resources in an effort to collect more accurate data than in years past. They will rely on paid employees and volunteers to canvas, looking for and talking with people living unsheltered. The three counties have contracted with Portland State University researchers and a California-based homelessness analysis firm, Focus Strategies, to create a uniform strategy. Initial results will be released this spring. Last year's count found the number of people living on the streets of Portland alone climbed about 50% from almost 2,000 in 2021 to 3,000 in 2022. Grants Pass Police said Sunday they were continuing their nationwide search for a 36-year-old man, Benjamin Foster, who was wanted for attempted murder, kidnapping, and assault. Meanwhile, The woman authorities say Foster kidnapped and assaulted remained in critical condition in a hospital Sunday. Police warned the public that Foster may have changed his appearance by shaving his beard and hair or by changing his hair color. He also may be using dating apps to lure other women to attack or to help him elude capture, police said last week. The agency said it has received dozens of tips. Police Chief Warren Hensman said Sunday that the U.S. Marshals Service is now also involved in the effort to locate Foster. Foster allegedly tried to kill the victim in Grant's Pass while, quote, intentionally torturing her and secretly confining her in, quote, a place where she was not likely to be found, Josephine County District Attorney Joshua Eastman wrote in court records. According to a fundraiser for the 35-year-old woman, she suffered severe and extensive injuries to her face and neck. TriMet's green bendy buses hit Division Street again Sunday, more than two months after the transit agency unceremoniously pulled the buses from its new Gresham to Portland route due to a mechanical failure. Their temporary disappearance marred the first few months of service for TriMet's $175 million FX2 Division Rapid Transit project, designed to cut travel time and accommodate more passengers by promising larger buses every 12 minutes during peak hours. The much-anticipated line opened September 18th, and TriMet removed the 31 new buses from the line just weeks later on November 2nd. 
A TriMet mechanic discovered several of the buses had loose bolts after a driver reported an unusual sound when turning. Thanks for listening. You can support our local journalism by subscribing to Oregon Live. Go to OregonLive.com slash pod support.